All right. What's a good conversation to come in on hot with this episode like we've done so many times? Maybe this. We'll just start with intros. That's a good idea. Who is that voice I hear? It is I. It is Taylor. I play Wes Rourke from the show Chasm Quest. Uh, may have heard of it, may have not. It's whatever. We're here to have some fun because we're having a not-quite-adventure. Yeah, a quest. It's definitely a quest this time around. Amy, tell us more about it. Oh. Or, no, just tell about yourself, I guess. Oh, okay. I was going to say. Either one. Oh, buckets. It sure is a quest. There were buckets in the last episode. You should have seen them. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, I am playing for this arc, Dr. Philosia Shimmer, Shimmer Fell. As Wade said, my name is Amy, and uh, that's about it. All right, Mike, can you follow that up? I should hope so. Not really. <laughs> uh, I'm Mike. I play Fed on the season one, and now I'm playing Victor. All right, Niff. Hi, I'm Niffer. I'm playing Bug, the weirdly useful and good at doors bird person. So good at doors, The door person. I'm the door person. And Rob, bring the heat. Hello, yes, I am Rob, but not tonight. Ha ha ha, tonight. Oh boy, <laughs> I'm Versinius Delventreau, but you can call them Liv. I'm the kobold wizard. Yes. That you mainly cast with the medium of glass. He's the kobold and the nobold. <laughs> I am the nobold because I'm a noble kobold. <laughs> if you were following along last episode, you would remember that our party has entered into what they believe is the lower levels of the tower where they believe that the Guild of the Oryx is being held. They have traversed through no fault of their own through a number of rooms at this point. That's not nice to say. <laughs> no, that's hilarious to say. I'm in favor. <laughs> I like it. They have made it through a number of rooms at this point and have opened up once again to the end of an episode. That end of the episode begins. A new episode here. open the door with your magical key bug. Mm -hmm. It swings inwards to a large room with a grated floor. There are a number of pillars from floor to ceiling around you. There is a door to your left from what you can see. It's a fairly dark room. There is some candlelight near the door and at the opposite wall at the far end. You notice the stones are fairly plain. There's some small embellishments on two sets of them, and that is where we start. Well, it looks like we've got two options. We can go up this ladder, or we can go through that door into that grated room. I wonder... Can I go look through the grate? If you're going to like lean your head in and peek down, is that kind of... Yeah. Sure. You can see that there is distance between the grate and whatever's underneath, but whatever's underneath is far enough away that it just appears black. Can I listen very hard? Sure. I'm just mainly worried, I don't know, grates make me think about prisons, and so I am worried to see people out down there. Yeah, it, no, it's definitely, you don't hear extra voices or anything like that. Okay. It just appears to be a room with grates for floors. Yeah. 
how wide set are the grates in the floor? Is Liv going to be able to walk on them? Oh, yeah. Or will their tiny feet fall through? I also am able to very easily balance myself in the air now, no less. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, the grates are basically like two-inch metal and then two-inch gap, two-inch metal, roots okay. and repeat. good deal. So, yeah, they're more slatted than cross-hatched. Good deal. Yes. What do you see in there, Dr. Felosia? Oh, just darkness. <laughs> I can't really see anything. Uh, so this must be pretty deep. Huh. What do you all want to do? Well, it looks like there's another door over there. We should probably check that out. Might as well be opening all the other ones. <laughs> yeah. Into Bibli. Yeah, so you walk in, you examine the door. It appears to be a steel door with another fist-sized opening hmm. in the center of it. Okay. Somebody's got to put their fist in it. It's not going to be me. Who wants to do it? All right, I'll volunteer. I'm the door person. There you go. <laughs> I just walk up and okay. put my hand in it. So if you get... All right, not going to examine. Just going to jam a hand in. I will look at it. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you took your hand off that particular piece. You know what I mean? If you look back at the recording track, I didn't actually <laughs> stop talking in between when I said I would go. So. All right. So if you look around, you see that there are small, jagged kind of edges around it. Almost. Like teeth? Something like teeth. <sighs> they would mimic what you would know to be like shark teeth. Sorry, or... they would what? <laughs> they would what? Shark teeth? Yeah. They would appear to be sharp. Hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So would I mimic heard that them, wording. Yeah. I heard that wording. <laughs> Only one way to find out. Do you, do you want to stick your sword in it, Wes? Oh, I was already <laughs> on my way to put one of the items from my inventory in there. Okay. Which item? Well, my first thing that I saw when I looked at my inventory sheet was I have a Tarasque plushie. <laughs> good, good. <Yes>. <laughs> But I also, like, that's a little embarrassing to pull out in front of my cool party member friends. <laughs> also, I'm going to be honest, if I had one, I would not sacrifice it. That's valid. Too cute. <laughs> I want to take this moment. Yeah? And I would like to form an extraordinary bond with my sword. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, so what does this look like? I kind of just sit down, cross-legged, and I've just got my sword in my lap, and I put my palms over top of it, and I close my eyes. And I just say, we're friends now. And that somehow rings true in everyone's ears. And they all go, whoa. Whoa. That guy and his sword are friends now. Is that guy and his sword are friends now? <laughs> and it's, it seems to be an extraordinary bond that cannot be broken unless the weapon is destroyed. This is very extraordinary. <laughs> they are extraordinary friends. So yeah, you see, if anyone's looking at Wes, there is a... A slight glint off of the blade of his sword as he's there, yeah. palms over it, and he gives a nod. And So anyway, I shove my hand in the shark teeth. No, you don't! <laughs> <laughs> no, she does. She said she does. No, I've... Uh, well, I guess I haven't seen the shark teeth, so I cannot <laughs> stop her. Okay, good luck. I don't shove, shove my hand. It's more like a dentist reach of my fingers go in first to see what happens, and then... Hey, bug. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we've established the canon on... Do you have typical humanoid hands? Uh, okay. So, wings are separated. Right. Wings are on back, and then hands are scaly. Your feet? <laughs> Ish. 
but still, I still have opposable thumbs and stuff, so. Okay. So at this point. Am I about to not have hands? So at this point, maybe on, on the first inch or two of it, where you've just kind of got uh-huh. like, the first knuckle or two of your. Uh-huh. I start an exploratory poke. Okay. Are you touching any of it, or are you just in the dead space? No, just in the center. Okay, nothing is happening. Sweet. I'm going to look in there with my night vision goggles and see if there's, like, a button I need to press in there. Sure, if you look in, you'll see some many rows of those what appear to be... Shark teeth? Yeah, Yeah. tooth-like protrusions. You'll see a little bit further back some gears and cogs. Okay. And you'll see the back of this device. Is there, like, switches that I could pull or anything? Doesn't appear to be. Okay, I pull my hand out. Okay. So we've walked in, and we've walked immediately to the door. I would like to maybe go look and see pillars that have writing on them, please. Not so much writing. They're just embellished. Oh, okay. They're more decorative. They're pretty. Yeah. So, you know, just kind of... Oh, no. Rob, help me out with some French fleur de... Fleur de lis? Yeah, something of that nature, right? Just around the top, maybe around the bottom. It's inlaid golden... Oh, got it. You would notice looking more at them a little bit higher up, you know, higher than your head level for most of you, even standing at 6'4", I think, 6'3", for half of the party. Oh. There appear to be two rings, uh, sorry, a ring hanging from each of those two sets of pillars. So four total rings, four total pillars that are embellished. Hmm. Hey, guys, that are some rings up there on the top. Can you reach him? No. Huh. Well, Liv can get him. Because we can just let him go. And, they can float. And they will just float up there. I'm very floaty, I agree. First, would you like to, uh, can we tie a rope or something to your foot, or perhaps... I believe that Bug should be able, is, is tall enough. I don't know. Bug is the shortest one besides you. Yes, these are about eight foot up. Does that help? They're not high, high, but they are higher than your line of vision. We can either float up, live, or I might be able to climb... One of us could possibly climb or hoist. Oh, we wouldn't want to damage the beautiful artwork here. I would rather just float up. Okay. I've got a rope right here. We want to just tie it around their waist. Sure. That sounds wonderful. I'll have a little bit of a leash and then I will float my way up. Perfect. Live balloon. Okay. <laughs> As a 99. Live balloon. Thank you very much. <laughs> we are on the same wavelength. <laughs> All right, so. Yeah, we will push Liv up to look, inspect the rings, or the ring on at least one of the pillars. Wee wee. Okay. Liv, you get up to the height of the ring, examining it over. It does appear to be just a larger brass ring with a coupling on the piece of it that is most near to the pillar. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like a clasp around it? Yeah. So does that mean I could, like, knock it like it was a door? It appears so. I will do, uh, like, ga, 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 ga. <laughs> boink, boink. <laughs> when you go to knock it, mm-hmm. you do notice that it moves fairly freely. Great. You know, there's some tension on it, but maybe if you pull too hard up or down, you might notice that that clasp actually attaches to what appears to be a link, like in a chain. Oh, boy. oh. Okay. Then I will, uh, instead, kind of plant both my feet on the outside of the ring and just like a rowing machine pull it out yeah it seems like it it pulls out just a bit 
and I will kind of launch myself out to try and pull it out farther than a bit. Okay. Uh, so you kind of kick off the pillar? Yeah. Yeah, when you kick off the pillar, your feet shoot out behind you. Your hands stay in front of you with the ring in hand. It, you can get it maybe one or two links, but it doesn't seem to be pulling much more than that. Oh, okay. Uh, hold on. I will drag you. Yeah? I will tighten the rope and I will pull uh, you. Wee, wee, wee. All right. <laughs> okay. I dig on into that ground and I pull Liv as hard as I can without <gasps> dislocating was, right, their I, arms. I, I, we should not have tied this around my stomach, but it's okay. I will push through. <laughs> With that, you can get another three links or so. You've brought it down a little bit, maybe a little bit further, and someone like Wes could grab it or, or Victor, one of the taller party members. You think you need some help? Hold on, let me grab on. And I run over and I grab it. I think this needs to be a group effort. I run over and grab the everything and start yanking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, you're able to pull this chain out of the wall a bit. Hang tight and there, live. There are four different ones? There are four different ones. Okay, so we all need to pull on one? Okay, hang on one moment, though. Before we pull it out too far... Let go and see that it doesn't snap back in. I let go. All right, it snaps back in. Oh. Oh. All that progress, gone. Well, it is better than all the progress we could have had if we put those away out. <laughs> that would have been much worse. Indeed. Liv, you are still floating. All right, um, could you kind of, um, because I, I'm now in the middle of the ceiling of the room, do you think you could um, kind of... Uh, Pull me along so I can get back to one of the pillars here. Yeah, I will do this. Mm, merci. Are you going to the same pillar or a different pillar? Um, yeah, let's quickly um, just see if any of the other ones pull out a little easier. Yeah, I will go to the uh, the next pillar. Okay, the one like directly across or beside it? Across. Okay, so assuming that you follow all kind of the same basic steps, you can accomplish almost exactly the same. About the same. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Great. So, well, I know how we are doing one. Uh, I'm sure that at least one of you should be able to do some climbing uh, um, carefully to get to another. Or, 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 or we pull it out. We have somebody grab it on the ground. You can float up and pull them out and then the people can hold ah. them. Yeah. This is, must be why you are a doctor and I'm simply a noble. Uh, yes, of course. Let us do this. Yeah, I think I can jump up and just grab one. I mean, sure, go yeah. ahead. Please, by all means. Let me see them hops. Oh, wait, I can fly. I'm just going to flutter on up there, I guess, to my hook. <laughs> okay. Once somebody pulls me away from the shark trap, I can just flap on up to one. Okay, so uh, my friend, Victor, or you... Magic. Individual, <laughs> very, very magical, not at all, uh, charlatan. Um, if you could pull me, and I believe the the doctor, she, uh, uh, this is only meant as a compliment. You are a very imposing woman. I feel you should be able to climb up to the other one, like our leader friend. Oh yeah, I mean, I've worked for this body. It, it is yours. It's very much. Like, good job. <laughs> all right, I think this is a, a, a solid plan to get all four of these pulled out at the same time. Let's do it. All right, I'm going to go get this one. I'm going to jump up for this one over here. Okay, so what's the breakdown? Wes is jumping and grabbing his own. Yep. 
I can jump and grab my own. All right. We have handed one either to me or to Victor. And okay. then depending on which and one of us has it, the other one is jumping up for it. Or I can drag one of you up at the same time. But it's funner to watch us try to jump. <laughs> it's true. Get you your eight-foot vertical leap. Okay, so if I'm not mistaken, Wes was 6'2". Yep. Victor was 6'3". Yeah. Felosia is... Around the same height as Wes. 7'9". <laughs> Power move. Yeah, so roughly six foot, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Bug is a more of a five foot. Five, six or something. Yeah, and Liv is more of a two and a half. Two, no, two foot two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Small. <laughs> All right. Uh, Wes has one. Bug has hold of one. Felosia has one. And the other is... Victor's just going to have to pull me with the rope. Because I don't think I am actually able to get it that far out. Victor is holding the balloon. <laughs> the cold balloon. I love it. It's a cold balloon. All right. Is that basically how everything's happening? Mm-hmm. Yep. I think so. It makes sense to me. All right. Perfect. So we'll go down the line. Wes, if you could give me, let's call it like a strength check. Strength. Okay. And I rolled a 12. Okay. I'm, I'm blending some rules here because some of the rolls don't necessarily translate that I can find good way to. I'm going to say a 12 is probably fairly reasonable. You can you can get it down to about where Liv had it, you know, before he let go. It You can stand with it. I got it. Okay. Bug, you're going to give me a roll. Okay. But if I'm not mistaken, as a 80 to 100 pound creature as an Aarakocra might be, does that sound about right with your very light bones? Mm-hmm. It's true, I don't have that heavy of bones, but I do have a lot of heavy things in my tabard. <laughs> okay. So a very heavy spirit. I'm weighted down with so many knives. <laughs> <laughs> also, I still have explosives in my inventory from that guy I stole them from. <laughs> you have the makings of explosives. Yes, I do. They've gotta be at least a little bit heavy. Yes. Uh- Anyways, I rolled a 17, so I assume that my knives are heavy enough to weight me down. Yeah, you can get to about the same level as Wes. Yay! Victor, do you want to give me a roll with you and Liv? Four. And Liv, you can give me a roll to see how well you can hang on to being yanked around? (laughs) I would love to. Oh. (laughs) Oh, no. Um... So there, there is a mechanic I do not know if we've been able to uh, display very much, which is um, if you roll a natural one. No, okay. no, <laughs> this is bad. Perfect. All right, so I got it. You ready for this? I think I figured it out. Victor, you said you had a four. Oh, this is horrible. So Victor plants his feet and leans back into it and is unable to get a really good grip on the rope. After pulling it down a few links, Liv, surprisingly, you're able to hold on pretty well. Mm-hmm. Ah, wonderful. Which is made less amazing when that chain snaps back into place. <gasps> oh. And you slam into that pillar that it is affixed to. <gasps> oh. oh, no. Oh, no. Oh. Why so much head trauma on this journey? Oh, <laughs> no. And because these are all happening concurrently, we'll go ahead and have Dr. Felosia, if you could roll for me also. 
and then we can resolve all of the various happenings. Eleven. Eleven. Okay, you're struggling with it. You know, you don't quite have the, the ease that Bug seems to have. It's okay. But you are able to get it a little bit higher than what Wes is able to maintain. Really, they are vanity muscles. I mean, you know, they work, but... Um. <laughs> They're for show. <laughs> yeah. So, as all of this happens, you would all hear the click of two mechanisms, <gasps> and then kind of the grinding of a third. Oh. oh. But there would appear to be two mechanical circles down towards the... They're not spheres. They're just circular designs that maybe they hold a gear. You would assume because you can see them kind of spin outwards, clockwise on the right and counterclockwise on the left. Oh. And that is what you can assume is the click. It's working. So am I correct in we do not have one of the chains out? Uh, yes, one of the chains is all the way back in as Victor and Liv have been unable to get their chain to length. Uh, Liv, are you okay? Oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. I think I'm okay, but... My glass. Oh no! Just <laughs> like tearing through my packs. Like they're oh, no. they are packed to protect, hopefully from impacts. But I don't know. Bug number two. Okay, well, Victor. Victor, try to. We need to pull this last chain. Can you try to get him down, please? Neil. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, we have to get all the chains out. Uh, one second. I'm sorry. This is very important. My glass. You might also see that the beetle that has been on your shoulder mm-hmm. is lying on the floor next to you. <gasps> no! Bug number two. Not a little bug. Bug, you will be remembered. Uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, I, I, don't, I, I don't know if I'm going to uh, make it. Mm. Boss. <gasps> <laughs> My friend, go into the light. You will be remembered. We will miss you. You are going to a better place. We'll never forget you. If you examine the beetle, mm-hmm. nothing's really wrong with it. There's no cracks. There's no nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's impervious to non-magical harm. Oh, so it's just it's being just dramatic? just being a drama queen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kind of let it drift down to the ground. I never let go, bug. Never let go. <laughs> uh, uh. And then, yes, I will try to... I, w- I will get myself three positions on the ring... Although, I do not think I can actually pull it out very far myself, so it's not on me fully. Okay. So Liv has climbed back up to the ring, or jumped back up to the ring, or otherwise ascended back up to the ring. Vita, yank that rope. You can do it. Move that cobalt. All right. It is going to go better this time. It did. I got an 11. with a 7. Hey, 7-11. Okay. You're having some trouble. You're unable to pull this rope hard enough to get Liv far enough down to kind of meet the others. Okay, uh, Victor. Just come hold my ring. I will see if I can get him. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. So are you swapping out? Yeah. Yeah. Alright, Victor, roll me a strength check. Twelve. Okay. Yes. This one's already down. You've kind of got a good grip on it when Dr. Felosia steps aside and, and passes you this ring. You're able to widen your stance enough to, to create a, a good base, and you are able to hold this now. Okay, time to pull the kobold. Seventeen! Four. 
<laughs> Dr. Felosia, you grab this rope. Benny Hill music. You give it a, a good, sturdy yank, and ah. Liv pulls away from the ring and swings over towards Bug. Ah, oh, oh no. It is, um... Not what I think was intended. I was just trying um, to get it myself. Okay. It will feel a little uh, not helpful. Oh, no, you guys! I rolled a one. <laughs> a one? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me look at my abilities. Let me see if I have a magic thing that can fix this here. All right, so with your one, you get a real nice firm grip on this. You've climbed up to the ring. You know, you've planted your feet on the pillar. When you go to yank backwards, kind of with that rowing motion that Liv was earlier, yeah, half of the ring snaps in your hand. <gasps> so now there's a semicircle attached to the clasp, but there's much less area to actually grab it from. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, I'm going to... Um, uh, my, fr- my, my medically inclined friend, get down on the ground for me. Yeah. Alright, I'm going to do something so that we don't have to... You can just reach up and grab it. And I'm going to stretch the doctor. Oh, what? I think I can make you double in size. So you can just grab it. You don't have to, like, climb up. You can just, It'll just be at, like, arms Oh, high. I'm so tall. It says up to <laughs> twice its size. So, yeah, I'm just going to make you so tall that you can just grab it and just pull it. I do this. <laughs> okay. So now you're about 12 feet tall. Is that correct? Yeah. I know it's impolite, but what's your rough weight? I'm not good at uh, weight. What do, what do you all think? I'm also so bad at this. Six foot tall buff woman, maybe in the 180, 185-ish range normally. Okay, yeah. So double that then. So like 360, something like that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So what I'll say, you, you will not have to roll for this one. You are able to just pull the chain, and you can hear another grinding happening over near the door. Oh, uh, so good. And the door begins to raise up into the ceiling. Wow. I do not think that was supposed to be this hard, but we did it. Uh, we did it. We did it. Yay. Now we've got to get through that door. If we let go of these chains, it might go back down. Oh, that would be quite annoying. I will say you all feel quite a bit of pressure still. How are the rings arranged? Are they in a circle or are they in a line? They're in a square. Okay. Can we tie them together? I was going to say, let's tie them all together. Sure. And I'll be the last one and sprint through. Let's try it. Okay. How would you like to do this? I have rope. We have so much rope. We have a giant buff lady to hold things in place. Yes, I will hold them. We can tie them. We all have a lot of a rope, so I think this is possible. Okay. So what's the base idea here? Pull all the rings, like, into the center and then tie them together. Yeah, take, take the rope from my failed rope bridge. Yes. And just tie all of these together so that they can't move any further back in. Yeah. Okay. So is the idea basically, like, maybe Liv will run through and snake these ropes in between the... Yeah. yeah I like that. That sounds perfect. Oh... We do have one that is no longer a ring. Well, that is okay. We can tie it another way. Maybe we'll use that as we the anchor. Tie yeah. it around or something. Yeah. yeah, there's lots of weird knots you can do to make this work. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so we'll anchor on the chain of that. Does that sound good? Yep. And then we'll run the rope around through the rest of them. Is that kind of what we're thinking? Yes. Yee. Perfect. Okay, so 
Lift, give me one more roll for like a general tie off. All right. Uh, natural 20. Nice. That's what we wanted. Perfect. This is a, a pretty clean and, and strong knot. Everyone feels pretty confident. With that being the case, I would assume that you'd all begin to let your pressure off of it to see how well it would hold. Yup. Yep. Okay, so when that happens, it does seem to hold fast. All the chains, none of them are buckling. They're not able to recede back into their holes. And the door's still open. Woohoo! Okay, quick, go, 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 go. We should wait in Edmire. Let us keep going. Yeah. I sprint into the next room. I get the idea that this is not how this was supposed to be overcome, so I think. No, yeah, let's go. go. (laughs) Yeah. So you exit out of this door. Yes. You walk down a very dark hallway. Well, Liv has a candle, so. I also light a candle. Okay. You walk through this for a bit. Around you, it just seems to be that stone corridor. You walk up, you get to a certain point, and maybe 30 feet from you is this faint light. But you can see now that you're at the precipice of this room. I look in. All you see is pitch black. You know, even the candle seems to be a little more dim than what you would expect. What does the floor look like? It just looks like a stone floor. Okay, I guess. Okay, so... I proceed a little bit with the candle, just kind of shining it around in front of me. Okay. Like I said, you, normally you would have maybe 10 feet in front of you as far as your available light. It seems like in this particular room, that's maybe about five foot. So it's brought in quite a bit. Huh. Are you approaching the light source? Yeah, I'm going to just go straight at the light source. And I'm just going to be cautious with my footing as I continue to shine the candle out in front of me. Okay. Yeah, like I said, you have limited light around you, but you can kind of see what maybe look to be similar pillars to the room that you just traversed. Once you get to the center, you recognize it now to be a statue holding a candle of its own. You'll notice that everything around you is still pretty much pitch black. It seems there's not a great light uh, at any point. Huh. And that light is coming from somewhere else? Uh, That light is coming from the statue that is holding, like, a lantern, effectively. Oh. Looks like there's a lantern here. You could try taking it. Huh. Let me take a look at it. Does it look like it can be taken? It does. Hmm. All right. Before we move too much further, what is everyone else doing? I would like to have been kind of very carefully and slowly following him. Maybe grabbing, like, the back of his shirt or something. Yeah, I'm following yeah, I, I would also like to just kind of follow and observe. Would you also like to grab the back of my shirt? Of course. Yeah. Let's yeah. Do a, no, let's do a buddy, like a line <laughs> system. He could really only grab the back of your pants. Yeah, It's more like the back of your boot or something. Like. And Dr. Felosia is like 12 feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I forgot. <laughs> she could just carry us all. Yeah, everyone just hop on. All right, we know that Wes is up front. Liv, you have the other light source. Where are you in the order? When you said that, I think it would be good to be kind of back middle. <laughs> okay, so you're maybe in the third slot? Yeah, like more four. Third on the fourth four. slot? Yeah, trois, quatre. Okay, and everyone's kind of conga lining to the person in front of them? Yeah. Okay. So, Felosia, as you pass through, you stand quite a bit taller than the rest. You feel... Along your arms and shoulders, the tops of your shoulders, there's a a spooky caress that just passes over you briefly. And this would be anyone that is standing immediately behind a torch. 
or candle, or is otherwise not in the immediate vicinity of a light, would have that same feeling. Could I tell that it was, was it something that was very physical or something that might just be like in my head? It's dark and scary and so I'm just imagining things. It felt real. Did anybody else feel that? Feel what? Uh, yes, I do feel a certain friendship and bond is being formed. We, I'm glad someone else felt it. Oh, yeah. Nope, that is not what I'm talking about. Though, I agree. But, uh, no, there was a very spooky caress along my arms. Ooh. It was not great. Did it feel like it meant harm to you? Uh. I would like to spend an AP mm-hmm. and use my death sense... You sense whether any sentient creatures have died nearby and how long ago they died. You can sense a location where any creatures died as well as the general nature of the death. You sense whether it was natural causes, an accident, or foul play. I will spend two AP to use both of the uh, things. Okay, you can see spirit creatures who are invisible. Okay, so we'll say... Does it say what the distance is? It says are nearby. So... Yeah, so let's assume the room. Whatever you assume is nearby, yeah. Yeah, let's say the space of whatever the room is. Okay. Because that seems the most interesting. You do have... Your daddy sense is tingling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your spy daddy yeah. sense. Spy daddy sense is good, I liked that. So yeah, you feel the presence of a formerly living creature <laughs> that died maybe five days ago <sighs> in this room. Oh, there's a five-day-old ghost in here. Five-day-old ghost. Oh, no. What? Well, there's a creature that has died nearby. So, do you recognize the spirit? Or do you just recognize that something happened here? Uh, both, it seems like to me, uh, if I use enough AP. Right. And we're going to say that your spirit vision probably supersedes a natural or magical darkness. Like, that's independent of your physical ability to see things? I mean, I guess so, yeah. I mean, yeah, because I could see them if they are invisible. So I would assume that it's sort of like almost a heat vision, maybe. Yeah, all right. So like a, uh, like a thermal vision sort of thing. Yeah, but not thermal for spirits. <laughs> I think we could probably treat it like a thermal, right? Like you kind of have that watching Ghost Hunter camera yeah. sort of look. Like you can see the presence of something, but not the exact detail of it necessarily yeah that sounds fun as you look past the statue that you're walking towards you lean to either side of the statue and and try to peer around it because that's where you're getting the sense from you can see a figure kind of pacing back and forth side to side across (sighs) from you it's a bit ways out but that's what you would notice what you would get the sense of i guess foul play is the best yeah oh no I will uh, relay this information to my compatriots. There's a five-day a ghost in here that died five days ago, and they were possibly murdered, but maybe also in like a roundabout way. Like if there's a trap in here or something, that might have killed them as well. What? What do you see? Uh, she kind of looks at you, and her eyes are like bright ultraviolet purple like the irises uh there's a spirit over there it it is just a thing i can do um it's pacing and mm, i don't know i might 
I might be able to try to talk to it. But otherwise, I don't think we should go that way. I'm a little worried something might happen. Well, if it's hanging around, there's got to be a reason, right? Well, also, it died in here, so, you know. Yeah, it could be that. What I'm saying is, something killed it. I don't know if it was another creature or another person or if it was a trap. So, if if it is any of those... Do you see a body anywhere? I cannot. It is too dark. I can't see the body. I just know that there is one somewhere. Or someone died here. Actually, I guess I don't know if the body is here for sure. Well, maybe we could take this extra candle on the statue and walk around with it. If you want to, but be very, very careful. Or you might meet the same fate. Oh, I see what you're putting down. So maybe taking this candle is a bad idea. Oh, no, I was... Oh, well, maybe. I truly do not know. Um, Can I try to get this spirit's attention somehow? I, I don't have any way to communicate with it other than to just talk at it, but... It seems like you get the sense of it. And you can see it, but I don't know how you would interact with it. I mean, I don't know if you want to yell out and see if anything happens. Oh, yeah, no, I will just say, like, uh, yoo-hoo, uh, man over there, that, uh, well, I hope you know that you are dead pacing. Can you see us or hear us? The figure continues pacing back and forth. No, I don't think it is one of those interacting hauntings. Huh, well... I guess I'm taking this candle, then. All right, good luck. Be careful, please. All right, team. Be on your toes. I don't know what's about to happen. And I reach up, and I take the candle that's in my hand, Mm -hmm. and I very quickly replace the candle with the candle I have. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. A nice Indiana Jones sort of switcheroo. Yeah, and I'm, like, sweating like a ton. I'm just like... (sighs) (sighs) Yeah, you're able to switch this out as you hold the lantern there, kind of in your hands as you've just replaced it. Maybe you're waiting to see what happens. That that lantern is still suspended kind of in the same realm of where it is. The glow of your candle shows that there's writing along the upper rim of this lantern. Oh, that does it say. Oh, well, I guess. And I go to read it. And it says, count the shadows. No. One. For God's sake, remember... One shouldn't be hard to remember. If you want to live, count the shadows. This is a Doctor Who thing now, and I don't like it. (laughs) I look at my shadow. Yeah, there appears to be an appropriate amount of shadows from your current light source. So, like, maybe two, maybe three? All right, I've got an appropriate amount. I suppose we should just keep an eye on our shadows? Should we take this as a candle? Uh, we got the lantern now. I don't know if... I mean, if there were no lights, then there'd only be one shadow, are we? This is true. Can it be very easy to count? True. And these are magical candles, so they can just come back on whenever we want. Oh, yeah. Uh, Can we see any exits to this room? No, but you have an inclination to be curious about why that spirit is pacing way over there. Okay, here's I like Liv's idea. Why don't we extinguish the lights? But I can still see the spirit. I will walk towards it carefully. You can all follow me, yeah? Yeah, I'll be right beside you. All right. How are you making it across the room? Uh... Yeah, I'm just walking, like, right with her. Yeah, but I mean, shoulder to shoulder, front to back. Are you circling the light? (laughs) I would encourage it to be a line. 
just a straight line so that if I miss a trap, somebody else doesn't step on it. <laughs> okay. And sorry, just to be clear, you have only the lantern or you have multiple light sources or you have none? Preferably none. Okay. Am I still allowed to have my night vision goggles and not get the weird spooky caress? You are allowed to have your night vision goggles. Mm. Do I get a spooky caress? Mm. If anyone is not in the light, that spooky caress turns into a very spooky grip. Mm. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh. Turn some back on, turn some back on. Yeah, I've got a lantern, so I'm I'm chilling. I'm good. <laughs> so yeah, then this will be kind of persistent throughout the end of this. The longer that you're out of the light, the stronger that feeling becomes. Okay, let's uh, let's hustle over to this ghost. All right. Well, yeah, just you know, get close to this uh, lantern I've got here, and let's head over to that ghost and see what's up. I and I, I assume I can't see the ghost. Do you all prefer that? Uh, maybe we take all of the light that we can have. That's going to be good. Yeah. Be- so I am taking the extra candle from the statue that was replaced, and hoping that is not a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you've, have you walked off at all before you turn to do that? No. You're all still standing in the same... Yeah, but as soon as we put all the lights out and then we start to feel the grip and then we turn them back on, I would be like, that was the worst. And then I will grab the candle and then I will go to his, towards the ghost. Okay. So just to clarify, sorry. Is the candle that the statue was holding, was that ever extinguished or is that always on? Always. I had just assumed that we candle. extinguished all of the lights. We tried it. It was bad. We turned the lights back on. We go. Okay. I just thought you stepped away from the light. Because that that was Liv's idea. Yes. Put out all the lights. Okay. But I now think that might be a bad idea. (laughs) Yeah. It was bad. You turned the magic candle back on. And the statue appears to have moved slightly. this a Doctor Who thing. Okay, well, in that case, we'll leave that candle there. Right there. Yeah, okay, let's go. So now is Felosha leading the way, I guess, towards the figure? Yes, I am going towards the ghost. Okay. Are you leaving the candle or are you taking the candle from the statue? Oh, I am leaving the candle with that statue. Okay. That statue will never be in complete darkness ever again. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Felosia leads the group towards the figure that she can see pacing. After a little bit, like I said, persistent. Anytime you're touching shadow, if it's your back, then you kind of have these almost feels like fingernails dragging across your back. This is the Big no. But eventually you make it to where this spirit is pacing. I would assume that you all get in such a position that there's light all around you again. Yes, please. Yeah. And if you maybe stand with the lights on either side of you and, and all are shoulder to shoulder, then that feels like it would give you the best amount of light available. Okay. All right. So we'll go with that. And Wes, you have a candle? I have a lantern. Okay. Yes. You would be on one of the sides then? Yeah. So you would notice a <gasps> lavender fabric huh. on the side of one of the pillars near you. Oh, no. <sighs> Guys over here. Hold on. Viva shuffles that way. I, I see a lavender cloth over there, very similar to the cloak I'm wearing. And I, I bring, I motion all the crew to follow me over to the cloth. Yeah. 
So if you shine your lantern in the direction of the cloth, you'll eventually run up a bit of the cloth and see that large emblazoned Guild of the Orcs crest. <gasps> oh, no. No, 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 no. No, this can't we be have here. a body. Some of the skin has been removed by some uh, means. Oh, no. There's a, a large hammer, like a great hammer oh, to the nice. side of them. Wes, this was maybe your third superior. <gasps> Who are they and, and kind of what was your relationship? Well, the hammer helped me. Uh, yeah, the hammer really made it a lot easier for me to decide. This one is Caleb the Brute. And Caleb the Brute is a big hammer-swinging warrior who, in our relationship, was always kind of like, I wanted to be part of the crew, and he was always like, you're not good enough. Okay. Yeah, so you see Caleb the Brute there. You know, what, how... No, no, there's no way. There's no way that this could have... could have happened. He was so strong. This... Well... He can't be dead. I know, darling. No, this is bad. This is very bad. What... I look over... What is the ghost doing? Like, still pacing? Yeah, but you're close enough now. You can kind of see that there's a door. If you shine your light over towards the spirit, you see that it's pacing and back and forth in front of this door. Caleb is showing us a door here. Why don't we take his body outside of here? Uh, yeah? Is, hold on. Let me get his cloak here. And I, I reach for the cloak and I start pulling it down off of the pillar it's on. Is that what's going on? You've seen it from where he slumped into the pillar. Oh, it's gotcha, still gotcha. on his body. Yeah. But as you reach down for that cloak, his hand slams <gasps> down on the shaft of his hammer. Ha! <gasps> ha! Ah, ah. Caleb! And his head tilts. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. This is not Caleb. No, 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 no. Caleb, are you okay? And he begins, you know, the shoulder drops, and he kind of lurches forward and Come on, Caleb. slumps more to a seated position. Talk to me. Talk to me. No, do not talk to him. Bear in mind, half of his, his face that you can see is skeletal. Yeah. Okay. I have a book literally in my bag. I, I have this. <laughs> A book of last rites for the dead. I would like to perform one as quickly as possible. <laughs> Caleb, we could try to heal you somehow. Okay, how does that work? What is the last rites? I assume it is something that will purify the body and help the spirit pass on. So I quickly turn to Vess and I say, Uh, what religion did he follow? Quick, quick. Oh, uh, religion? I don't really know. We didn't really get into any of that personal stuff. We're just a bunch of fighters. We're, we'll serve the guild. Do I see any symbols that he has on him that might give me a clue? Well, you know that, and Taylor might be the better uh, information source for this, but in Cocaine, there are two main deities that are kind of most revered. Mm -hmm. There is a goddess of flame and change mm -hmm. and a goddess of wind prosperity and chance yeah so it's a good assumption that one of those two or maybe both because they're not necessarily contradictory would be the main source of religious following i will i will use a ritual that includes both of them the fire rite kind of to cleanse the body and the aspects of the air goddess to ferry out Anything negative and also fairy the soul to the afterlife. As you're doing that, the spirit 
by the door, stops and looks back over to you, and begins to walk. And as you finish the ritual, that spirit just kind of dissipates. What? For a brief moment, let's say that everyone could see it right at the culmination of the ritual. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Everyone gets just a quick glimpse of Caleb the Brute. Oh. That said, the body is still moving. Mm. Okay, time to go. Okay, don't forget, there is a door. If that was Caleb, then who is this? Hey, we should run. I mean, it is Caleb's body, but it is uh, something bad has inhabited it and we need to leave. Okay, maybe we should get out of here then. I get up and I start backing away with the lantern. Oh no, wait, 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 wait. We have to go together. Follow me. I've seen the door. I go to the door. (laughs) I don't go unless everybody is following me. Like, I will make sure I'm taking the group. Yeah, we follow. We're all following, yeah. Okay, yeah, you go to the door. It is an oversized door, but it appears to be just a large wooden steel banded door. I have a key. It does not (gasps) open. I have a key. Yes, please. Okay, there is a hole. Yay! I spend two more points, I open the key. So as Bug begins to pull out her key, that body behind you no. finally makes it to its feet. Oh. And kind of starts twitching out a little bit, resetting its form. Nope, 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 nope. Bug, you push the key into the lock mechanism. Yeah. The door swings open as a double-sided door. Oh, fun. Oh, cool. Yep. And then... Get in, get in, get in, get in. everyone rush in? Do you leave the door open? Do you close the door behind go, you? Go, Rush go, go. in and then slam. Oh, yeah. I turn to the undead creature. I'm like, oh, in or out? No, we go through. <laughs> so everyone runs through. I assume you slam the door and kind of lean up against it. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. We... Yeah, can you use that key to lock it again? I can take the key out. <laughs> yeah, sure, that's fine. So you take the key out. You run into this new hallway. You slam these double wooden doors behind you, and everyone kind of slumps against it to brace for this <gasps> body behind you. There's a rapping on the door. Nope. Who is it? <laughs> that happens for a bit before it eventually subsides. Everyone is able to take a long, deep breath. <sighs> wow, I never thought that someone like him would end up dying. That should never have happened. A a noble got turned into glass, and you don't think somebody would end up dying to come find out why? Okay. He was so strong, it's just no way. No way he could have ever been defeated by anything. I hate to tell you this, but as a doctor, I have noticed everybody and everything can die. No, I mean, yeah, of course, it's obvious, but I don't know, it just seems surreal. I hope the others are all right. I know, darling. I hope so, too. And with that, everything around you kind of starts to brown out. And that is where we're going to end the episode. Sorry, you're all giants in my eyes. Aww. They were giants. They might be giants. That's what they'll say about you. My heart has grown three sizes, and now it is giant.
we can all roll to see who can run the fastest. <laughs> who, wants, who wants to do a race? Sure. I rolled an eight. Oh, I rolled a nine. Fourteen. <laughs> Six for me. Oh. Wait, am I going to win with a fourteen? I think you might. Victor. <gasps> Victor. Oh, eight. Oh, <laughs> nice. Live wins! Oh, it's because I'm not really affected by gravity. <laughs> and you don't weigh anything. You're just like... Exactly. I can moonwalk around, but not like the he-he moonwalk, but the, you know, small step for cobalt kind moonwalk. Beautiful. <laughs> yes. What does the floor look like? Lava. <laughs> no, the floor is not lava in this one, sadly. Um, I was not that clever. You feel kind of this... Fear. Oh, man. <laughs> Horror. Hold on. I'm going to look up... Uh... Flatulence. Um... Uh, maybe not flatulence. If you want to support the podcast, there's a couple of ways you can do that. Namely, and probably the biggest one, is share amongst your friends, your family, that sort of thing. Go on Apple Podcasts, leave rating and review. Seek other methods for rates and reviews, because they really do help to get us in front of more people. Another thing you can do is go to bit.ly forward slash dice and buy some dice from Dice Envy. Anything that you purchase there gives us a little bit back. Something that, you know, can go towards funding the podcast. If you have enjoyed listening and, or maybe you're just starting to listen, this is maybe a good place to start. But if you're unfamiliar with where to find us, you can go to our link tree. And that'll kind of link you to everywhere that we have, you know, from our main website, our Twitter, an application to be a part of Not Quite Heroes in the various iterations that we will have releasing here soon. You can join our Discord, find information about uh, merchandise, our Patreon account, that sort of thing. You can go to linktr.ee forward slash notquitefamily. And that should take you right to it. Maybe you could just Google Linktree, not quite family. That should work also. I want to say now that our theme music, Where Heroes Begin, was by Dave Cole of the Four Orbs podcast. You can find all of his music endeavors at uh, youtube.com slash music. And let's see. We have some other sound effects, ambience, that sort of thing. Comes from Sirenscape zapsplat.com some from tabletop audio so shout out to those people and organizations for helping us out it's it's really a great help and it allows me to you know kind of edit in some of the the flavorings that kind of make you feel like you're there so thanks for listening hope you enjoyed it and hope to see you back next time